This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show, brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. I secret, I think you want to know. A dirty little secret, about a secret little show. Yes, we are. Worry about a best of, guys. And by guys, I mean everybody but me and Vinny. <laughs> I worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it right now. Oh, you're right in tune with that. Making best ofs. Oh, nice. hey, look at Alex jumping into My the boy. jam. God, I love Alex. Alex is a, like a constant surprise. Fantastic. Making best ofs. radio. Alex, also known as Jason, also known as Alok. <laughs> Nice. Anyway, I got a ton of name. Okay, that was oh, bad. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna back off from that. No, no, <laughs> no jamming is bad jamming. Always try to go for the jam. Don't worry. Anybody who judges you for some that something that flies out of your mouth, they're in like a free for all. What's wrong with them? Come on now. Come on now. I'm my biggest critic. Oh, stop it! Stop criticizing yourself. You're amazing. I appreciate it. You are surprisingly amazing. (laughs) Thank you. Because every day I'm, you know what it is? It's a comfort level thing. You were so wound up in the beginning. Mm. I actually Mm -hmm. thought, I don't know if this is the, I don't don't know if this is the field for him to be in. Because radio (laughs) is pretty fast paced. Like, do it, do it now, make it right, figure it out, make this happen. No one dies. But it's stressful. I was very Mm. nervous. Yeah, you had yeah. nerves, but yeah, and you just, and you didn't want to like insert yourself. You're like, um, you ever hear that story about the Korean jet that crashed because they, they couldn't be forceful enough about the fact that they were going to crash. Like they needed to tell air traffic control at this place, look, we're out of fucking gas and we need to land. And they couldn't do it. The guy in air traffic goes, yeah, can you hold on a minute? Okay. Yeah, he didn't want to bother him, you know? He like, didn't want to bother him, and the whole plane crashed, and everyone died. I uh, never heard of this story. What? Oh, I thought you read Outliers, no? I thought you read that book. I read I that one, but I don't remember that uh, that story. I don't yeah. remember that either. Maybe Look I didn't up. read Outliers. I, I'm familiar. It's the 10,000 hours. Yeah, but the 10,000 hour thing. But okay, wow. Yeah, it's just, it's about how, you know, why Outliers come up and what situational and cultural and accessibility things like it's all sort of how you're raised when you were born and how much time you put in 
Yeah, and if you're broken enough to put in to <laughs> time. Right. Well, anyway, so, you know, you were you were that guy. Like, the, the radio station would be crashing, and you'd be like, um, you guys, can you hold on a minute? We're in the middle of something. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you know? And now, oh, look oh, at oh. you. You're jamming. Jam I love out. it. Let's go. I love it. Corey, go Corey Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Whatever. <laughs> right. Don't be whatever him. <laughs> whatever. We, we love us some Slipknot. Yeah, Slipknot's the best. You have a very wide musical taste spectrum i do so do i you, no i know i know <laughs> oh, you're you talking do. To him i'm or me. talking no know. i'm talking to alex, talking to alex yeah. but i'm saying yeah i mean that's uh, ideally you are someone that can recognize the art in any you know type of music mm, yeah, just because i don't like want to listen to r&b doesn't i just don't i don't believe it it's not believable to me like a this guy, guy does not want to make love to me all night. <laughs> a guy singing "I want to make love to you all night" with a green oozing dick because he's been around too much doesn't. I just don't buy it. Like yeah. that to me is gross. He just wants to fuck a hoe. Right. He doesn't want to make love to anyone except uh, himself in the I mirror. Mean, these lyrics are all cheesy and yeah, most of cheesy. the songs in general. I mean, yeah. but I'm always surprised. Like Alex knows a lot of like the classic rock stuff yeah. that I really uh-huh. like. Yeah, I was and gonna say my he's uh, into rap. He knows some. Country the Zeppelin one I like is a dryer maker. I think. Oh, that's what, yeah, that's a good mean, one. Deer maker. Deer yeah. maker. Did you just yeah. say dryer yeah. maker? I just, I just yeah. said dryer maker. You just said fucking yeah. dryer maker. I'm sorry. All credibility shot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just figured, you know, it was like a Jason thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, now no, I'm like you were right. <laughs> oh, it's a Jason maker. thing, all yeah. right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> dryer maker. Yeah. Jason, he makes dryers. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I working in radio? I should be selling dryers. What the hell yeah. happened to you? That's so funny. Oh, what the hell? All right. Random. I got a. Uh, I don't want to talk about anything else. Let's do uh, a bad advice. Yeah, let's do a bad advice. Oh, all right. Mm. Let me see what their question is before I get into you this sorted one. Through them. Yeah, we'll I sorted. Fo- I we'll sorted follow your lead, Sarah. We know that we are in the doghouse. Okay, I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, you're not in the doghouse. It's my own goddamn fault. But you're right about that. I. I okay. Here's the thing. <laughs> the minute. The secret show's over on Tuesday. Vinny bolts because he does not want to deal with me. He can see that I'm that I'm hurt and crying. <laughs> and then so he's out of here. I and then I hold on. And then, hold on. Let me just say something. I didn't bolt. I had to get north I to know. pick up an amp and then in a brainstorm drive from San Rafael back to the other end of the whole the yeah. whole other end but of the bay. But it didn't hurt that you had just crushed me and you were like, well. I got some place to be anyway. Bye. <laughs> so then, so I'm sitting there and I'm at my little station in the, you know, my little seat area and Alex is across from me and Bryn comes walking in and I, and I said, so you guys have both done that, right? And they both go, yeah. So. Okay. All right. Stop right there. <laughs> Jason. What did that happen? Uh, Jason. Yeah. He doesn't remember that happening. Actually. Oh my God. The two uh, yeah. of you are fucking no, conspirators. It's, it's so great. I mean, continue those stereos. No, that, you know what? Actress. I knew this was going to happen because, oh. because immediately, <laughs> immediately I knew this was going to happen okay. because you immediately admitted it. And then oh the, yesterday when I brought it up on the show, you're like, Oh, good one, Sarah. Oh yes. That yeah. I'm like, okay. So clearly they're going to deny it. But Try even so though they are these the ideas for the new novel that, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So you guys are going on record. You, you have literally never put a finger in your We've own We talked ass. about this after the show. We did talk about it a little and bit. And how you and did I that, have that, done no, that. I've never stuck a finger in my own butt 
bullshit. You I've are had so somebody full of else shit. do that. Oh my god. I've, I have so... cleaned my my asshole thoroughly, but never stuck my finger really? inside. Really? Okay. Yeah, sure. That's yeah. exactly what you said. Okay. And it is exactly what I said. You're saying you're you've never put even that first little crook <laughs> of the trying. finger in there. You're I'm not trying. It's you're because reaching. you're you're just lying oh, through your reaching. teeth right now. You immediately came in and like in an effort to try to make me feel better. You both admitted it. No. Oh, you're such. All right, you two are <laughs> such liars. You. Look at Alex being suddenly quiet. Alex? Uh, what about what? what? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Right. <laughs> Believe everything they say, everyone. What? No. Look, that's a who said what about what? What? Oh, no. I thought you were talking to you. Yeah, we talking... we I'm not used to you calling me Alex. I'm used to Jason. I Brynn, totally yeah. how did we? What did we decide? I just want Alex to say his, his side. What he actually I don't. Yeah. Happened. I mean, there's nothing to say there. Yeah. So. We'll just, you know. That hasn't already Is there been like said a- to me right after the show. <laughs> Got it. All right. I'm with you. It's fine. Dear radio family. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. It's super fun for you guys. I'm happy that, that I can provide it's this, all right, this service to <laughs> you. Look, we didn't judge you for doing it. Well, okay. why would you? You've done it too. So what, where's the it. judging? It's fine. You don't have to like try to throw the fucking blame on other people to me. Hey, they did it too. I'm telling you, they came running right in like, no, oh, we, Sarah, don't oh, feel oh, bad. Oh, We're yeah. always knuckle deep in our fucking balloon knot. Listen to the show again on Tuesday. Listen back to that and imagine me and Alo coming in and saying, oh, Sarah, yeah, we stuck a finger in her ass too. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And I like, give myself a swirly every day again, nice and clean. You're so crazy. Mm, yeah, it's me. Okay. You know what, though? I will say this. Good job, guys. Really, really solid. You know, right after this goddamn show, right after this show, it's it's all going to happen again. Oh, we got again. you good. Oh, we got you good. Oh, we okay. hung you out. Oh, my God. Uh, so you too. I'm sorry. You were about to read something to us. Like 500 miles back in my rear view, I was going to read it. Here we go. Let's do something else. I get it. It was fun. It was fun for you guys. That was the best show I've been a part of, actually, yeah. <laughs> No, I get it. You know, <laughs> I can see it from outside myself. I can see that that would be a fun thing to, to experience. I, I mean, even in the moment, I just, I really get that sinking feeling like, oh boy, Sarah, you have just said something. Well, in the beginning, you weren't tripping at all. You thought you already spilled the tea. I oh. thought I told you that already. No. <laughs> you know, meanwhile, I like just sort of looked up and everyone's like mouth open. Like, what is she saying? I'm like, what am I saying? Let me roll that back a second. Okay, here we go. Okay, here we go. Dear radio family, long-time listener here, but my first time writing in for bad advice. My husband and I have a happy marriage. Kids, the works. We have a beautiful life in Capitola. It's lovely there. Oh, great. Sarah, my husband is my John. We've always had a very loving relationship where we communicate well and we're a strong team. He's my best friend and my favorite person in the world. 20 years ago, I became friends with a guy in college. We'll call him C who today is still my closest guy friend. At the start of our friendship, during drunken college days, we hooked up a couple times. It didn't mean anything to me, because if we realized anything from that, it was, yuck, we're not meant to be that way together, and we're just better being friends. I think of this guy now like a brother, a close friend, a close pal, someone I can trust. He was even in our wedding. My uh, husband is also friends with C, and he has been for at least a decade. They've been close buddies. My husband met C before he even met me. 
Wow, yeah. how old are these people? I thought she said they'd been married, oh, 20 years ago that she was friends with this guy in college. My husband is friend. Uh, I'm not sure. Oh, he met C before he met me. Okay, whatever. We all live in a small mountain town, and I met my husband through C. Oh, I actually met through him. Fast forward to today. My husband and I were watching a TV show last week, and the context in the show was triggering to him. I finally got it out of him that on our wedding day, C made a comment to my husband along the lines of, uh, I hit it, 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 I hit it first. Mm. Basically telling my husband in so, many, in, in so many words that we had had sex in the past well before my husband was in the picture. Let me be clear that C can be a major asshole sometimes, but never an asshole to us. C had and has no intention of being with me in that way. So why would he say that on all day on that day of all days? My husband has held this in for seven years. The seven years that we have been married. He said he didn't want to bring it up, ruining our wedding day, and then felt by bringing it up after the fact would destroy my friendship with C. And in turn, I'm sure his friendship with C. And this guy's in their wedding. He basically buried it. Also, I honestly thought he knew we'd hooked up in the past, but apparently he said he did not for sure know if we did. It was no secret, and had he directly asked me, which I thought he had in the past, I would have told him <laughs> the truth. I will end with this. What the fuck do I do with this information? Do I confront my longtime good friend who I'm now pissed at? I'm hurt, and I'm hurt for my husband who carried that with him for so many years. My husband's been acting weird to me like I've kept a secret from him, but he also says I did nothing wrong. I do feel the distance, though, and it's breaking my heart. What the fuck? Please help. Uh, P.S. If you're wondering what my husband said to C when C said he had had me first, he said he didn't say anything and walked away. I'm sure he wanted to punch him in the face, but he didn't because it was our wedding day. He said they've never spoken about it since, and he thinks C has been trying to make it up to him for the last seven years because he's been nothing but a good friend since. Mm. Who wants to start? Okay, we're done. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. All right. Happy Thursday, everybody. <laughs> Good Friday tomorrow. No, I think Sarah should start. I think that you have a unique uh, hit, uh, experience with this. I have mm -hmm. stuff to say, mm -hmm. but I think because you've done some of John's friends, there's... The problem there's is John knew. John knew, and I knew John knew, and we all knew each other, and we were all friends. This is, so it is kind of a different situation. I think, first of all, the bad guy in this whole thing is, is C. Mm -hmm. It's a dude you fucked a couple times in college, got past it, and and remained friends like this guy's a part of your life and on to say that to the groom on his wedding day in a wedding between two of his close friends is the height of a mistake like i don't even know how to classify that mistake that is such a it's it's hurtful it's he should spend the rest of his life making it up to the husband. Like, mm -hmm. to say I hit that f first on your fucking wedding day. What the fuck are it's you super doing? super disrespectful. What kind of friend is that? Mm. You know, and now he's, I'm sure he regrets it. You know, that's, I, mm, you even think, like, it's so not a secret as far as you're concerned that you were like, oh, I kind of thought you knew that already. Um, But if your husband, you're feeling this distance. That could be, that could be in your head, but. I feel like you need to talk to someone about this and let's get this ironed out. Let's hammer it out. Let's get to a place where we can move on from it because it's clearly bothering you. Kevin, your turn. <clears throat> so there are things. I, I don't know him. I can't. I can comment from C? my from my like uh, 
headspace and how it is for me, I, I already, I wasn't looking to not get married, but I wasn't looking to get married. So these are the kinds of things that can chip away at the idea itself. Right. And and this this so-called friend planted a fucking bomb on this guy. Like, I know it sounds dramatic, but guys have weird egos to begin with. And then there they are on their wedding day with all the weird cold feet things that can happen to someone as you're, and maybe he didn't have that. That's, I'm, I'm again, I'm not putting, I, I don't know him. I wish I had more info because it would make more sense to give an answer without speculating. But I bet this is bugged this, your husband repeatedly for years. Yep. Not, not bugged like, and, and that's the worst part is he can't villainize you. You didn't do anything. You weren't together. It happened long before it had, you know, everybody has a past. Right. So what I'm saying is that this guy, this so-called everybody's, you know, good friend, whether he knew what he was doing or, or tripped into the worst possible thing he could say to a guy on that guy's wedding day, I don't know. But, but that guy sucks bad. It was a terrible, it doesn't mean he sucks all the way and you have to break up with him. But this needs to be talked about. I mean, your husband says he's buried it for seven years. Like, Well, and I don't know what talking will do. I think your husband has to, now that it's out, at least mm-hmm. it's off his chest, that this is something he's wrestled with, that he's bummed about it, that it, that it came to him at a really bad time. And he had to sit there saying his vows with that banging around in his brain. It, I would say that's that probably is the only thing he thinks about from that day. Mm-hmm. You know, your wedding is supposed to be this incredible start of your journey together, and it's all about the two of you. And this dude fucking put himself in the groom's head, and when he <laughs> thinks about his wedding, that's what he thinks about. And I would guess I I can't speak to it because I know that I've only been married the one time, but I would guess. There are all kinds of weird because you've got get you're getting friends together and there's booze in the picture and yes. there's this, this big you know milestone life change. I would guess this is way more normal than you think. I would guess there are all kinds of dumb things that come spilling out. The weird part of this for me is that it happened before the ceremony, which means C wasn't drunk. Like I don't think of drinking as an excuse for anything, but it right. is a reason. So you, you, there's a difference. You still have to be responsible for the things you say and do when you're drunk, but you also probably wouldn't have said or done those things had you not been drunk often. This guy was sober. This was before the ceremony even happened. What the fuck well, kind of thing is that to say? that's not necessarily true because a lot of times in the party leading up to the actual wedding... As the women are getting ready, the men are getting ready. They're doing shots. They're. Do- I mean, it is yeah, possible he nice. had a buzz, but buzz or not, it was an absolutely horrible decision and a terrible thing to say, and something that's clearly haunted your husband. I don't know that <clears throat> C is a factor in this, but I don't know that he's that he has to be addressed. But your husband's feelings about this, I think, do. Maybe it's not a couples therapy. It's a he needs to go talk to someone. Try BetterHelp.com/slash/Alice. The I- husband. The husband. Yeah, I mean, 
find someone to talk to about this. Like you're part of it. So it's when he talks to you, of course, you're feeling bad and you're trying to explain and maybe he just needs to talk to someone impartial about it. You didn't do anything wrong. Your husband didn't well, do anything wrong. Yeah, neither Your of them friend did, really. made a st- made yeah, a stupid C's the one comment. That guy. Damn you, yeah. C. Damn yeah, C. C sucks, man. C so sucks. look, I I I I'm often very quick to say therapy works and you should try it. In this case, I would say uh it's possible your husband will, he'll benefit from it if he wants to do that. I also could see your husband saying why do I got to go to therapy? I didn't do anything but just try to marry my the girl I love and now I'm fucked over? Like it I can see where he's going. You know what I don't want to do? Make this a bigger deal than it already is. So he may just want to process this now that it's out and you know, he may be cunty for a, you know, a month or two. And if you're smart, you'll give him that because mm, what C did to him yeah. was fucked. And it sucks and it's not, but I don't think that there's anything that anyone's going to say other than his wedding day got ruined by this fucking asshole you bone. Yeah. Like it's, that's all there is to it. It's not like he can go to therapy and say, well, I feel bad that C, you know, bone my wife. And then at the end of that, it'll be, well, before you met her, like you already went through the, the story there, Sarah, when you were saying it, like, it's not, nobody's at fault other than C chose to drop a bomb on your husband for some fucking unknown reason. Right. And just, you know, maybe just misguided bro talk, you know, like, oh, this will be funny to say. I'm sure C regrets it too. Not that he's really a, he's really not a factor in figuring out the deal between the two of you. But I'm, I, you know what? I'm on your side, Vin. I really do think that give him time to knock this around and, and just do what you can and know that you didn't do anything wrong but you can understand why he'd be upset about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you weren't trying to keep a secret. He'll come. He'll get there. You know, it, this is a, it sucks. But there's a bomb that can blow up relationships. This kind of shit, you know. Yeah. Saying, oh, I was drunk or whatever it is, whether it's booze or no booze. It's like it's a real piece of shit move. It's a piece of shit move. Where, where I feel like I'm pretty trigger happy with the, my circle so if i'm like one person says something that i'm like oh, okay i'm not gonna talk to that guy anymore yeah i've seen <laughs> you cut people out pretty hard whittled it down really really fucking slim even for family members for me yeah I hell see yeah them you know more than a couple times a year for the big occasions so i mean i don't know if that's healthy like healthy or not but helps for me <laughs> <laughs> whatever well you know, um, maybe that is where your husband lands, that I just don't want to deal with this fucking guy anymore. Like, it, right. every time I see him, I think of... And, and it does feel pointed. It doesn't feel like a joke. It feels like a fucking dick move. Right. Mm. You know, that might have been a joke on the golf course six months before the wedding, but it's not a joke on your wedding day. It's a. It feels very pointed and stupid. Like, there isn't... Like, if I were talking to C, I'd be like... So were you going for a laugh? Did you think the guy who's about to commit to her for his whole life was going to giggle that you boned his wife before he ever met her? Right. Like, what was your... And often people will go... And and they might... He might actually say, I did think I was being funny. I didn't realize... And maybe that's the case. But it, it needs to be pointed out, like on this show, it's a dick move. Nobody do that. Right. And Anybody I mean, the only this, other don't. possible motivation would be 
I wanted them to not get married. Mm-hmm. Like, is it possible that C does have, like, did the it, one that did got it away? burst yeah. out of him because she's the one that got away? Like, uh-huh. is that, yeah. it, I mean, and I'm sure that's something that's crossed his mind too. Like, what, now I got to worry about this guy hitting on my wife at some point? Yeah, I, I don't. I would like to hear what happens in the end with this and, and yes. whether or not things get better. But honestly, I think you should play this show for your husband. <laughs> He'll be so <laughs> thrilled that you wrote into a radio show about Well, this. look, I, I, I think we all feel from the the tone this, of our responses, I believe we're, we're siding with the husband in that he did have, he did get the rug pulled out from underneath him to some extent. Mm-hmm. He's got to grow. He like Look, in the in the end, and I hate to use this these types of this type of language because I feel like our society's gotten better than that. But in the end, he has to fucking snap out of it. There isn't a fix. There isn't, you know, there isn't jail for the bad guy in this one. He has to sort it out and wrestle with it and come to a conclusion. That is, he's you're the best thing that's ever happened to him, and this doesn't change that. Right. So, but it'll take a minute. Guys are big babies about things just like this, exactly mm. like this. Mm-hmm. We're we're huge fucking cunty babies, and I and I would have the same. I would have been. I look in my own. I, I don't know if it's defensible, but in that situation, I probably would have gone. What are you fucking doing, C? What the fuck was the you know and and made a scene about it, right? And and you know. To your husband's credit, he didn't tell C to get the fuck away from my wedding right now, you right. dickweed. Well, you know I what guess, I mean? you know, sometimes you're just trying to laugh along and you're having, and it's surprising and you don't really know how to react to that. Like, instead of saying, why would you say that? Whether yeah. it happened or not, why would you say that to me on our, on my wedding day to this woman? Like, because then, see, I'm sure then it becomes, well, well, fuck, I actually don't know why I said that. Right. Or, yeah. well, I've loved her my whole life, and I'm fucking furious I'm that she's, you, right, she's never taken me her. seriously. Well, okay, I'm glad you're saying that, because now we're not friends. Bye. Mm. Take that boutonniere out. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> you're not standing up for yeah. me anymore. We're down one groomsman. Anyway, what I would suggest to any of our listeners is if you have uh, an experience with this or some way that we haven't touched on, send it to an email. Uh, Send an email to Bryn at RadioAlice.com. That's B-R-Y-N at RadioAlice.com. I'd love to hear, you know, sometimes that's why we suggest therapy is because we we don't see the answer and someone might have it. A little much for us, yeah. Somebody might really be able to stick it you know tie this up in a neat bow something yep. that'll help this guy mm. all right vincent the end